This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No days off. No The Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. <laughs> with Andy Hart. All right, good to be with you. All right. This you microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> and Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Mr.com. On WEEI.com. This is not a post game podcast because there was no game to, to recap, which. Uh, which isn't good for the NFL or good for us, but here we are. Patriots, Broncos, Reese got over for week six. So I guess this was our bye week, which wasn't really a bye week. So here we are. So the first thing I want to ask you, okay, so the game was rescheduled a couple times. It was like last week, it was going to be Monday night and then it got moved. Sunday morning when I woke up, I'm making my coffee and, you know, I checked Twitter or whatever. Oh, another positive test for the Patriots. First thing I said to my wife, I turned to her, I go, uh, they better be careful because if they reschedule, try to force the Patriots to play this game on Monday, I think the Patriots might not show up. Uh, do you think that was the case? Do you think that's why, like where this trended? Yes. I think that the NFL sort of saw the way that the Patriots reacted on social media, probably behind the scenes. I'm sure they already had given some, you know, indication that they weren't happy about last week in Kansas city. And I think that they thought that this is a real thing that could happen. And that'd be the worst thing that could happen for the NFL is if they rescheduled the game and the Patriots said, I guess it'd be today, Monday, we're, we're not playing. Right. And I, I mean, after Saturday, when Jason McCourty, I thought had the most sort of open, honest, widespread. Yeah, I would say that that press conference, so to speak, was one of the better ones a Patriots, Patriots player has given in a long time. And it's Jason McCourty. It's not like it's AB going on Twitter saying we won't play or like, this is Jason McCourty. One of the, first of all, team captain. Very respected player. The McCourty families for everything they do on and off the field, New England, NFL. Yep. And for him to flat out say, you know, we got to take care of ourselves basically in-house because the league and the NFL PA isn't. Damn. And they're not, you know, they're, they're just worried about playing the games, playing the games, like having things that look good on paper, but really just caring about playing the games. Um, and I do think, you know, we talked about this, I think, last week. Clearly, Bill Belichick was trending in this direction. His frustrations, his – while he – you know, I had said last week I thought there was a chance post-game on OMF he might lash out like he did at Mexico. Like how ridiculous it was they went to Kansas City, all the, the various things. He didn't do that. But I think he kind of has expressed some – level of he doesn't really like what's going on yeah what what was the question about like do you not do you regret there's something about playing kansas city and he said basically like there are some things that are in our control which i thought was a shot at the league right like yeah he he, i mean he has been more biting in the past he could have been more biting in this situation but i think he and the team internally 
they, you know, they've lived off of us against the world for years. I think they've taken an us against the world. Like we're the only ones that can watch out for ourselves. We control what we control, you know, take it seriously on our end. And I think they, even all the players, not just McCourty, um, guy, some of the other like said, you know, when you have a coach like Bill, who's actually looking out for you and shutting the facility down and taking it seriously. And then, you know, we find out some of the players were basically self-isolating and sleeping in hotels and, and, you know, not unlike, I mean, to, I guess a greater degree, but Patrick Mahomes, the story about him not, you know, sleeping with his girlfriend in the same room because she's pregnant and trying to stay, you know, at a distance from her and taking extra precautions. It's almost like, the players and Bill Belichick and the teams are taking this more seriously than the league, which is kind of doing the hypocritical approach. Oh, it's serious. We're doing this, we're doing that, but make sure you play like the end game. And that's what McCourty said was always, it's always, but play, you know, all these other things, dot, 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 but get your ass out there and play kind of thing. And I think that has certainly reached a peak of frustration, I would say, I guess in new England where, you know, they had to shut the facility down, whether... Well, I was going to say, so, like, did the NFL expect the Patriots to show up to work on Friday? Last I think Friday? so. I think so. I, I, I don't think the NFL takes this seriously. I really don't. Or not seriously enough. Or they, they wait for it to be like a Titan situation where there's five or six testing positive as opposed to one or two. Right, right. Yeah, and the Titans, I think it reached double digits before they officially canceled the game. Right. It was like the 10th one or whatever where they said, okay, the game's... Uh, against the Steelers is postponed or whatever. So, I mean, they're in a tough situation. Like, I don't, you know, I was a little critical of them this morning not having a plan in a column I wrote for the website. And I do feel that's accurate because I don't think they. No, I think that that they thought that they put the extra practice squad and the guys you could elevate each week that they would just replace the COVID players with these practice squad players. And they realized that you can't do that because of contact tracing and testing. And the the Kansas City game I keep going back to it and I'm beating a dead horse but the idea of the travel and the travel so quickly after the initial test and then you know the whole debacle of of no locker room space and we're just you know separate plane but squeezing the locker room and like we joked about it you could get a tent like you didn't come up with that like shouldn't there have been conference calls in May and June where people said listen uh, by the way we're can't we have a really small locker room at Arrowhead what are we gonna do like I, I just as much as they pretended all along that they had these great plans, I don't think they really did because I don't think they really cared. Like, no, and it kind of shows too with them readjusting the rules every other week. It seems like yeah. on like what, what, what? When a player can come back if they test positive? When a player can come back if they test if they're asymptomatic? Like, it just seems to be change after change where they sort of like are just flying at the seat of their pants. Like, which way is the wind blowing today? Which way should we go? And. I understand a lot of people are in that situation in the real world and school systems and businesses. And, but this is the NFL. It's one of the biggest brands entities on the planet. Like they could call anybody. I have, if Roger Goodell wanted to talk to Fauci, you know, in 10 minutes, I think he could get that call through. Like, I think he could get talk, you know, make that connection. And because of that, it just feels like they got caught with their pants down. And again, I don't know exactly what should be done, no, but I'm exactly. not an expert. I don't have all the information, right? Like, it just feels like they're not doing it the way you should do it. And I don't know if or what they learned from baseball. Because the, uh, the other thing I've mentioned, remember all along it was time, time, time. NFL has time on its side. They get to watch and learn and see. And, well, did they? Did they really learn anything? And 
the whole hesitancy slash avoidance of the extra week and you know you know changing these games yeah. based on buys and everything i don't know what I don't know if it's the money thing I brought up to you about paychecks and game weeks and TV. I, I don't know what it is, but, but that's going to catch up to them at some point. Cause at some, if there's, they're basically one or two more cancellations away from having to be forced to have a week 18. Cause you ran out of bye weeks to change. Right. 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 And, and I mean, at some point I think they have to do what baseball did except two things, except that we're going to have to shut some people down sometimes, whatever that is, whether that's a week, a day, like, yep. and B, we're going to have to accept that there's a good chance not all 32 teams play 16 games. And I and thought that's what the, was reported or was said by somebody before, like, you know, back months ago. I think there's been a lot of um, testing the wind with reports. I think they're, oh, we'll feed this guy something. Well, and I thought that, said, that was the case with Schefter yesterday with the game being played as scheduled, the Patriots game. Right. Because that's where, like, the James White quote tweet came from. Like, I think that was – and that was, you know, an hour after Schefter reported the game was in question. Right. Yeah. I I firmly believe that the mouthpieces and not rap sheet because he's suspended, so he can't be a mouthpiece right now. But uh, (laughs) that a lot of the mouthpieces, they're using them as test balloons. Like, well, we'll send this up and see what the reaction is from the public. Oh, that wasn't great. And even some of the stuff, I don't know how real – any of the we had so many theoretical contingencies about you know week two's teams all have the same buy in week four and they'll do this right. and and the Super Bowl we're all set up we can move it back x number I don't know if any of that's true or if that was just like window dressing and telling people what they wanted to hear right. along the way um I all I know is it's been thoroughly unimpressive and I think the person least impressed or some of the people least impressed are the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, Jason McCourty, and, and the other team leaders. And I understand it. If you're taking care of your business, you expect others to take care of theirs. And I think right. they feel let down right now. And then I, I guess I you get to my column. Like, I, I think Roger Goodell should speak and get in ahead of this. Like, it's like, I don't know, Rob Manfred, who was it like, his league was a disaster. It made himself, you know, he went on like some networks. It wasn't like, he had a press conference, but he still answered questions. And Goodell's right. done not like he, when's the last time Goodell spoke, honestly? It's a great question. And I think you're dead on like the lack of leadership. You're in a little bit of a quagmire, catastrophe, like whatever this situation is. And he, that's what his job is, right? He's the shield. He's the guy who stands up for the owners and deflects from the league and takes right. the bullets. And he's been non existent right now. If anything, they've put the, the, Sills guy, Alan Sills. They're, they're medical guys, been the one giving right. all these updates. Well, sure, that's great, but where's the – the commissioner should be right there with them. Right, and part of that is I don't think he has any answers because I don't think they've had a, a real hard and fast game plan. Um, now, I'm not saying there won't be adjustments, but it just felt like the, the NBA and the NH – like they had very specific if this, then. Like – if a guy tests, well, if he leaves, if he leaves and goes here, then it's 10 days, it's 14 days, and we'll do this. And, and again, they're bubble teams, so I guess baseball is more of the comp. But even they said, shut it down. We're, we're not pl-. – like, the NFL has just not handled that. I don't know any way. No, and, like, it's a, that's a good point. Like, the Marlins, they didn't play for, what, a week? At least, yeah. So, I mean, no NFL – I guess the Titans have because they had so many cases, but – it's kind of like the Patriots in a way, like if they followed baseball's thing, they'd be shut down for a week. Right. And, and the Titans thing, we just referenced it, but the NFL begrudgingly 
canceled that. It was when it reached double digits. And right. then, you know, they priority had whispers that the team is practicing and they're at this private school. Like they really didn't want to, they are they're Again, Jason McCourty nailed it. Their whole thing is tell you this, tell you this, tell you this, play the games, just go play games. Like that's all they care about. And I understand on some level, like I agree. You, you started this way back in July with the intention of playing games. I don't know why they – they made a statement. Who said it that, you know, the NFL is going to play all 256 games over 17 weeks and that's what they're going to do? Why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep insisting on that? Right. Like, how about we're going to get through this season the best way we can? If we right. lose some games, we lose some games. Say Whether we add a week, if we lose games, like, we're, it's not going to be perfect, but we're playing in the middle of a pandemic. It's not going to be perfect. Their, their talking points are even off. Say, we're looking to play a full season. We're going to get from here to the Super Bowl. It may not be a direct route. There may be some bumps along the way, some hurdles, but we are going to get there. But more importantly, we're going to do so in a manner that keeps our players, our coaches, and their families safe. Why do you think that they just made the Patriots-Broncos play this week and not push them to the end of the season? And say, like, we'll figure it out later on. Like, instead of your, now you have eight teams involved. And some, some teams, like, I think the Chargers are one, and like the Dolphins, who have nothing to do with this, now have like five or six changes to their schedule. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they started with the simplest, ooh, the Patriots have a bye next week, like, and kind of worked back from that, maybe. Um, I don't know that it's ideal. I mean, the team's already prepared. The Broncos are already bitching about preparing for the Patriots. And then, you know, well, you had Justin Simmons complaining about injuries, but then you had the the other guys t- complaining about having already prepared for the Patriots. Right. I think they started with, oh, the Patriots have a bye. We can squeeze this game in this week, and we can move these other things. I'm actually surprised the game's not on Thursday. There's no Thursday game this week. Right. Wouldn't yeah. that made sense, too? Because then you kind of built in a mini bye. Yeah, but then what, you still have to move the Broncos, right? Because they couldn't play. No, I'm saying if you're already going to change the game, have it be a Thursday. No, I know, but the Broncos would still lose their Sunday game. Yes, yes. The Patriots would have a bye. Right, no, I'm saying going along with the schedule, moving it to week six, move it to week six on Thursday. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly what is going on. I really don't. I, I, I think they're just throwing ideas. That, that's the problem. They didn't – you know how all these PR people always tell you they have, like, binders for, like, crisis and, like yeah. – Go to it. Page seven. Oh, he slept with a hooker. This is what we do. Like, and you got some bullet points. I don't think they have a crisis binder they're working from right now. I think they're doing what we all do. Like, hey, you think they're going to do this? You think they're going to do that? And they spitball for a little while and go, ah, Patriots got to buy. Just move it to next Sunday. Right. By the way, it screwed me. I didn't know this. My son's got a lacrosse tournament. I thought I was going to get to go. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, they got to buy. Not anymore. Screwed. But um, the, the one thing I will say, the positive from the Patriots side of things is you got to think they're going to have Stephon Gilmore and Cam Newton back, right? Correct. Yeah, both of the players can be asymptomatic. Cam Newton's father talked to some radio, uh, TV station in Carolina, seems to give the indication that he's being patient but getting better. And, I mean, it would be, what, two weeks? Two, it would be, what, 16 days since yeah, they tested positive that the game would be? And they'll both be – more than the 10 days that the league requires. Well, you don't even need the 10 days. And if you just test negative twice. Right, right, right. But reports where he was still testing positive. Right, right, right. Which I also don't understand that. That's a whole separate understanding issue that I have with sort of the medical and the way that's... Well, that was the other, sort of along the same lines. Weren't there some rumblings that the league might now go to if you're a close contact of somebody that tests positive, you can't travel? 
So, like, the 20 or so guys that were in close contact with do and wouldn't travel. They probably should have thought of that a week ago. Well, that's what I mean. They saw, like, how that screwed him. It's like, oh, we messed that up. Might as well try and fix it. Boy, we really screwed that pooch. Let's not screw another one. <laughs> right. Like, that's what it seems like is going on here. It is, because I don't uh, – it's so – I mean, it's not as, I think, evil – as their CTE era mismanagement, which was over years and covering things up. I don't know that they're specifically covering things up. I just think they have no idea what they're doing. Like they're, I don't know if they don't trust their experts, if their experts aren't strong enough, like, but they, (laughs) gee, you think people shouldn't travel that we think might happen? Like, Right. There's just a lack of, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they're listening to experts and the common sense is lacking. Because, you know, like I told you the other day when I complained about their whole thing that close contact is less than six feet for 15 continuous minutes. Um, So 13 and a half minutes, I'm fine. Or three different stints of 13 minutes, I'm fine. But if it's all together, I'm not like it. I don't know. I just, the the logic in it and the the common sense is lacking. But uh, silver lining. Um, wait, not like, what did, uh, what did Tony Dungy call it for uh, Dak Prescott? Blessing in disguise or something? Jesus, he should have immediately said, I just misspoke. <laughs> like, he had to have known, right? Yeah. Or, or Chris Sims or Mike Tirico. Somebody throw the, the guy a goddamn parachute. Right. Like, he misspoke. He, I, I knew what he meant. I knew he didn't clearly. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, if you want another cliche, you know, if you're the Cowboys, life gave you lemons here, but you got to try to yeah. turn into lemonade. Yeah. Like, but he got hammered on it. Do we really think Tony Dungy was being that like tasteless in regards no, no, to that? I think, like, I think he misspoke. Everybody knows what he was trying to say, but he misspoke and it came out it, really bad. Right. And like, people just want to attack. And I don't know Tony Dungy. He says dumb things. He's crazy religious at times, but he seems like a nice man. Like, I don't think he was intentionally. Right. I mean, if that were Florio, a guy who I think is kind of a douche, maybe I'd think he actually meant it, but. Tony Dungy? We're going to pretend that he went after Dak Prescott? I don't know how I got off on that rant. But. Yeah, me either. Um, what, what else? I guess yesterday's action, any takeaways? Of, oh, the, Terry Bradshaw had some comments against towards Matt Patricia. Well, um, Thomas. And other coaches, Brock, Adam Gase, too, I think. Yeah, he ripped them, even though the guys that actually got canned were Dan Quinn and Thomas <laughs> Dimitrov. Uh, Dimitrov now available to return to New England if you need another assistant, you know, if they bring people back as consultants. Hey, uh, but yeah, very, of, you could have a whole team of ex-Patriots get to fight. Billy O'Brien, just don't let Billy O consult with the front office. Let Dimitrov con- consult with the front office. Right. Billy O consult with coaching. Um, yeah, Bradshaw, who I wouldn't say is known for his, like, attacking style. or Right, right. He's not like a hot take guy. No, and then – he started the segment by, you know, he took out a spoon and said, we're going to stir the pot. And sometimes, you know, we, we like these guys and we know people are nice, but you know, sometimes you got to say what needs to be said or something like that. And then he goes, Patricia can't coach. He's got to be gone. And I was like, and he basically said he's an X's and O's genius who has no relationships with, with guys. Now, I don't know whether that's true or not, well, but I, I will say, say there, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's true, but there's been some things along the lines that have indicated that could be the case. Well, he has mismanaged things there at times in terms of personal interaction and and PR and all that. But I will say, do you remember the Rob Ninkovich retirement press conference and the 
he was bawling his eyes out, but Trisha's bawling his, and they yeah. were talking about their relationship with each other and the way they, like, he connected with him. And, you know, I will also say the day the Lions didn't practice because of the, the, um, racial injustice. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot exactly. They didn't want to call it a boycott, whatever they wanted. Right. And he was out there front and center with his team and, you know, with Duran Harmon and Trey Flowers and some of his guys from New England. And, and maybe that's it. Maybe he only, you know, has ties to his guys. To well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe it comes down to, like, some guys can handle it, some guys can't. The people in New England sort of know how, like, to take that coaching, whereas some guys who aren't used to that coaching maybe not like it. And there's also the simple fact he might just be a coordinator. Maybe he's not a head coach material. Because as a head coach, you have so many things on your table that – we do see, you know, he, the thing with the reporter, sit up, have some respect for the process. Or, you know, I, I had one of the greatest Super Bowl ending plays in history. Right. And, like, some of the things he's done are just self-created, you know, landmines or hurdles. Right. Like, not, it's not that he's not even making it better. He's creating problems for himself. Right. Um, but, I mean, I think the end will be the same as it has been in Houston and Atlanta. At some point, he's out because they didn't win. They were winning more, you know, Orlovsky went after him accurately for they've gotten significantly worse since he's been there, not better. There's no reason to believe it's going to move forward and get any better anytime soon. So maybe the Patriots will have a consultant on offense and defense. By I was just saying maybe one of these teams will just clean house and they'll take o- and all these ex-Patriots will take over. You got Dimitrov as your GM. You got uh, Perfect. Brian as your head coach, Patricia as your coordinator. Bob Quinn will probably be available if Matt right. Patricia's gone right. too. right. Yes, there's certainly uh, maybe Joe Judge will be out in New York after one year. I don't think he'll be out immediately, but you never know. They're not winning. Um, so, yeah, no, it's uh, lots of side stories. Now, you have some side stories you want to talk about, like Jimmy Garoppolo coming back to New England, potentially? Uh, no, I do not think that will be happening. Um, I don't know. Why not? He got pulled. It's one bad game. On a bad ankle. Seems like he may have rushed himself back. Uh, yeah, I think that the team probably had something to do with it. I think Brian Flores, I was actually thinking about this during the game. Like, Brian Flores knows Jimmy Garoppolo. He was around New England. He saw him practice every day. I think he knew going into the game, maybe he can't, he can't handle blitz, teams blitzing him, and then, oh, he has a sprained ankle. I'm going to do this even more. Like, I think that was part of it, too. Like, And we know the Patriots target injuries, and I don't mean for to hurt people, but right. how the injury could – remember the whole um, – Julio Jones can't push off his left foot, so we knew right. on this side of the field, or what, I forgot the exact details. Right, right, right. They scout those things as much as anybody, so Flores, I'm sure, did something similar. But um, a, a lot of people latched on to either making fun of Jimmy Garoppolo because he sucks and he's nothing, or, yeah, maybe Jimmy's coming back to New England. Or I saw other people latching on Dak Prescott, who had the horrific injury. Oh, Bill's going to call his agent. He's value now. You know, Same thing with uh, Michael Thomas. Oh, he got in a fight with a teammate. Call him up. Saints might be trading him. I'd take Michael Thomas. I like that the most of any of them. <laughs> he can play. Yes, but Saints also aren't going to trade him because he got in a fight with a teammate. No chance. Although, did you see the story about apparently he is just one of those, like, at all costs, vicious competitors in practice? Yeah, but I also saw that the guy that he got in a fight with is kind of like a, a D-bag, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. my only point was, I guess, at Ohio State, he used to, uh, Michael Thomas used to go one-on-one with Eli Apple and just beat him mercilessly and then scream at the D coordinator, you're going to recruit some people that can actually cover me? It's like he would just, he sounds like a real, I don't know about a-hole, but hyper-competitive person, which is probably why he's great, which is probably why he's gotten to where he is success-wise, but 
yeah, there's lots of uh, was there was one more, right? It was Garoppolo coming back or Prescott's available. Michael Thomas is available. I thought there was one more of somebody that might be available. Uh, maybe one of the coaches that got fired. Yeah, maybe. But then, then there's the um, running narrative theory that the Patriots are now a better team because oh, geez, yeah. the Broncos beat the 49. I mean, the uh, Dolphins beat the 49ers and the Raiders beat the Chiefs. So that makes the Patriots better somehow. Yeah. yeah. I don't really get it. I'd also argue that just say that what, what were we saying that the, the Dolphins, no, the, Oh, the, the Chiefs lost the Raiders. So like, right. what does that say? So the team you lost to lost to a crappy team. And then, you know, I watch Monday night football, I mean, Sunday night football and the Seahawks can't score in the first half and they went up and down the field on you. And like, right. You can't play those games. You, no. you just can't. I mean, I, I think yeah. a lot of this too, is just that there's no Patriots game to react to. There's no, like, we've been saying the same thing for the last week, plus COVID, this, that. The Broncos are the next team on the schedule. The Broncos stink. So it's not like you're getting excited about, like, a Chiefs game. Oh, I, back to the COVID. I did have another theory because we've talked about this. Yep. So Byron Cowart was the next guy. Yep. What position does he play? Defensive tackle. Who else plays defensive tackle that's on the COVID-19 list? Bill Murray. I still have the question, is there two different streams of Corona in the Patriots world. Well, Mike Florio says they don't have a COVID outbreak. There's no problem there. I don't listen to Mike Florio ever, ever. He's useless. I have no interest. He said the, the Patriots, ever Patriots don't believe that, that there's coronavirus at Gillette Stadium. He said that Newton, Gilmore got it from Newton at the dinner, and then Cowart probably got it from Gilmore in the Chiefs locker room. Well, what if Cowart got it from Bill Murray or Bill Murray and like, I mean, so now Florio's an expert on this. He can tell me – he knows nothing, but he can tell me exactly who got it from where and how. Yeah. That's so his, his argument was that the, the facility was closed from Friday to Friday. <laughs> so how could they get it, you know, when the facility was closed? Uh, I don't know exactly when people got it. Because it used to be you had to quarantine 14 days. 14 days was a concern, right? Right, right. Now it's down to like three, go play a football game. So yeah. – who knows? Eleven days was Myron Roll's high end number that he put out. The the doctor say former safety. So, I just I continue to have questions as to whether there's a Gilmore Newton side of this and then a defensive tackle side of this. Now it's great that they haven't had more tests. You know, I'd be concerned if I were the Chiefs who had their strength and conditioning coach because well, yeah, like so yeah, so that guy comes in contact with a lot of people, everybody, and that that would be concerning to me. But um, I mean if. It's great if this if this is the only four and you you know you you, you shut it down for a couple of days you come back this week you practice I don't know whether they'll be practicing I did think it was interesting that they chose to wear face masks and face shields the well other day. I thought that I saw this was in reaction to the Titans that like teams that have an outbreak have to abide by different protocols which includes everybody on the practice field wearing gloves except for the quarterback wearing masks face shields like I think this is part of what they have to do now gloves so we're back to that huh yeah I football thought gloves are like rubber gloves football gloves and then are we burning them after practice that's a good that's a good question i mean i just all of this seems like some of it is just like optics window dressing i saw it again last night pete carroll had his mask on on the sideline then pete carroll goes ballistic in the post-game locker room did you see a mask anywhere did not i thought the same thing same as bill belichick a couple weeks ago Right. Bill Belichick on the sideline mask. Bill Belichick is in the locker room for the Bose sounds of the game mic'd up segment. No, like 
everything is so inconsistent. And I, I, bl- I do the same thing. I'm not saying I'm the most consistent. I don't know the science behind any of this, but so you can send people out quickly on a plane and buses, but now all of a sudden they need to wear football gloves. First of all, half of them, most of them wear, probably wear football gloves anyway, especially in New England. Sorry, you're cold. Right, right. I just, what do we do? You have one of the great quotes all time, and I've never realized how accurate it was. What are we doing here? It yeah. fits. It's, it's, it's the opposite of it is what it is. Like Bill nailed it is what it is. I use that in my everyday life more. And I find myself using the great Ryan Hannibal's. Thank you. What are we doing here? more often than not, because the world is just off its axis or something. Like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Right. Because it just come, no plan. No one has any plan for anything. No. And I don't, and again, I'm not an expert, so I don't know what the plan would be or if there can be a plan. I just, it doesn't seem like their way was the best way. Right. I don't know that there's a great way or a perfect way, but the way they've handled this, not good. So what do you think happens? I guess you can, your prediction, what happens from here? Like what Patriots beat the Broncos so that you predict the game is played. Well, I think it's gotta be right. It's like freaking another week away now. Well, what happens if you have a, t- if they come back on Wednesday and they got positive tests, uh, then you're porked. I don't know. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, I, like it'll be interesting to see how this Titans things play out. Like if do they have any more positive tests or are they like through it? And there was all the talk as of Friday slash Saturday about dropping the hammer on the Titans. Where's yeah, the hammer? Yeah, yeah. When Florio, Florio said that Rabel and Robinson were going to get suspended for the year, ten million dollar fine. Like, when's the when's the hammer coming? When does it arrive? When does it drop? To me, you you did the Titans a favor, like rescheduling their game on a Tuesday. Like you know, like they did them a favor. Yeah. So again, you know what that feels like? The NFL is just flying by the seat of their pants. Like we might we might nail them or we might not. We might. I don't know when we're going to do it, and we might do it. I don't know when we're going to do it. There just seems to be no direction, no consistency. You could be right where the Florio is, was their mouthpiece for that. Like, let's see how the public reacts to we're going to throw the hammer at the Titans. And right. like, oh, well, that, did, that didn't go over well, so we're not going to do it. Right. And that's not a great way to uh, lead. No. And again. Point, you just need to actually lead. Like, do what you again, think well, is right. Where's Roger Goodell? Come out and say, say something. He hasn't even given a statement. Like, that's the worst part, too. Like, they just throw out these, oh, revised schedule. No explanation. Just revised schedule. Want me to throw something out there? What? Now, this is 100% irresponsible. I have nothing to base this on. Maybe he's quarantined. Maybe Roger Goodell's disappeared because he's had corona. Be a bad look for the league if their commissioner had corona, right? Probably, yeah. Maybe that's why he's disappeared. Again, I have no knowledge. I'm just throwing that out. And Peter King's thing this morning, he said that he's on a conference call every day with Alan Sills and the 10 guys on their committee or whatever. So he's, he's involved. Yeah, but you can do a conference call from your basement in Maine where you're quarantining. Sure. Isolating. He he could also do the same thing with, uh, you know, uh, Zoom with ESPN or Zoom with NFL Network. That's true. He should do something. I agree with you. Well, that's right. Like, it's so easy to do. Get on the NFL Network, have one of Mike Giardi's coworkers ask you some softball questions for five minutes and move on. Hell, have Mike Giardi ask the softballs. Be good for his Q rating. Right, right. Right? Good exposure for him. Well, I mean, Ian Rapport, it's how it works. Someone's going to fill in. True. Somebody's going to fill in. I was hoping Giardi should become the information guy. Instead, it seems like uh, Tom Pelissero is the guy yeah, that yeah. split into that role. Yeah. yeah Where's yeah. our boy Giardi? He had an opportunity there. There was an opening. No love for him. No. Damn it. He's like the Rex Burkhead. Never quite ready for the increased role. <laughs> um, so what's our plan for the rest of the week? We can do a Broncos preview podcast or just see kind of like fly with the NFL. It's just fly at the seat of our pants, see what comes up. 
Didn't we already preview the game last week? We tried to, but things it's a different game because Newton could be playing. Uh, it is, and Locke, it gives Locke an extra uh, right. week to prepare, and Newton could be playing, or Gilmore, could, they both could be playing. Or for all we know, like six other guys can't play by the time right. we get there. Right. Like, you know, everybody had to immediately know Devin McCourty on the practice field. Boom. But it's not injury related. It's not, you know, he'd be ready to play Monday if he had to play. We might have a few more of those this week pop up. Who knows? Right. Maybe some, who knows? Maybe the Patriots players are sick and tired of how this is handled and they opt out. Uh, I, I mean, I told you. I'm kind of surprised that we haven't heard any rumblings like a player is considering it. I still can't believe that everybody got on that damn plane. I still can't, like, and I don't know how, I'd like to know the well, inter- Do you think that they, like, want, they didn't want to be that guy? But when you're talking about, and not to be overly dramatic, but, like, health and fear, like, I'll be that guy. If, I, if I'm putting my family first. Like, I think the way that, like, Jason said on Saturday, like, he, that's why he quarantined, he is staying at a hotel. Like, I think he had a line, like, I basically saying like, I know I can handle getting sick. Like I don't want to put anyone else at risk. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not the biggest believer in, you know, this, the fear and the whatever. Did you see the world health organization, by the way, said uh, they caution people to not fear certain things with the coronavirus, that it's actually more unhealthy than the oh, virus no. itself. Funny how they joined my fight about two months too late. I could have used that report two months ago when people were ripping me. Um, but like, you don't know for sure. Like if you're Jason McCordy, yeah, you think you're fine. Just like, I think I'd be fine. You think you'd be fine. Right. And then we hear like, how many months was it before Eduardo Rodriguez was allowed right. to go on a treadmill? Right. Like I, I'm, do I think it's like a less than one, I get a better chance to win the lottery than be the guy who dies at age 40. Yeah. Yes. But it's still a possibility. And if I can avoid it and if something seems so dumb, so, so dumb, it's my highway comparison. I think I told you the other day, do I cross the road? Yes. Do I look both ways? And if there's cars coming fast, do I wait? Yes. Do I cross a highway with lots of cars coming fast? No, I don't. Like yeah. there's layers of risk and stupidity. And to me, the NFL pushed guys like McCordy and those guys to where I would have said, bleep you. You can call it a hamstring injury. You can cover it up however you want. If you want to, I ain't getting on that plane. I ain't going to Kansas city and I'm not playing. And I'm surprised we didn't have that. Well, do you think like if, I don't know, I feel, I don't want to, put words in their mouth or make assumptions, but don't you feel like the McCordys and Matthew Slaters are like together in this? Yes. So like I'm saying, if like one of them did it, like all three of them would do it. Yeah, well, yeah. So I'm kind of surprised groups of people did. Well then like, then you'd, if the rest of the team's like, well, if they're not going, then I'm not going. Yeah. And I think that was the point that it reached this week. Right. Maybe it just took a little longer and kind of, they, 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 so, thought, they was, saw what happened. Right. And it might've been so quick that they, that you know like they didn't even really have time to think about it and and say you know what I'm not going like maybe it happened so quickly and in hindsight maybe they wish they hadn't the way it was handled but it they you know they just got caught up in football and I'd also be I'd also wonder whatever it was that so Saturday Sunday Monday what Bill said how Bill handled it what his comments were if did he say listen if any of you guys don't want to go I'd understand or something like that like what did he say yeah We'll probably never know that, but it, it's just shut such an absolute shit show right now. And yeah. I don't really, but good news is Patriots Broncos one o'clock Sunday, Cam Newton, Stefan Gilmore, and they should wipe the field with the Broncos because the Broncos aren't that good. And you got your star players back more unless, likely than not. Yes, that'll be the case. Unless of course you lose more of your players, which right. it's, it's still possible. Cause they're not really, I wouldn't say they're out of the woods yet. 
No. And are you ever out of the woods? Well, I was going to say, when would you even say, oh, they're past this? You're not, you, you can't. Like, you could be past the Newton Gilmore or Mar- right. like, but then you're going to travel or there's a team coming in and you don't know what they do. And all of a sudden, I mean, I know that's a lower risk because right. I think we've seen yeah, but that. Again, like, you don't know, like, it, it, it could be as simple as someone's kid at school catches it and he comes right. home and gives it to his father and his father goes to Gillette Stadium the next day and there, there you are right, right there. And we're seeing that locally. I, I mean, I think I told you my town was upgraded or downgraded to red on the little state right. map. And I saw the Boston teachers protested this yep. weekend. They want everything going, you know, homeschooling because numbers have risen to a certain and that's going to happen. I mean, that was predicted. The experts said once it gets colder, people are inside more, go back to school, all these things, there's going to be an uptick. Well, we're seeing the uptick. And the NFL, first of all, the NFL hasn't done a great job pre-uptick. Now, how are they going to deal with the uptick? And you're right. There's a million ways this could go. And do you think any of them are, are they through the worst? Do you think they're through the worst? The Titans are the worst. No. I don't either. I don't. Like you, you said, not, it's going to get like, Around the country, it's the weather is getting colder. People are inside more. Yeah, I think you're going to see more widespread around the league, but maybe not quite as. Yeah, maybe not twenty Titans. guys on a team. Yeah, because I don't. Seems like the Titans just really didn't care. Like no, I think, yeah, I think they took a typical like Southern. It's become a Southern geographical thing. Um, maybe ex-player Vrabel was a little flippant with the rules or whatever. Yeah, I can see. A, five or six teams having a Patriot-like thing happened. Right, where there's a couple here or there, okay, cautious, oh, we have another one, but it's not a true... Right, the true, it's, not, it's not a double-digit, you know, situation. But what the hell do we know? Right, who knows? Nothing. No All right, idea. Th- things could probably change by the time we do a next podcast, but we'll, we'll do another podcast this week. Things could change by the time you post this podcast. Hour by hour, day by day. Eggs. And did you hear my comparison? He, he no. stole that from... Uh, Rambo. That's Rambo's famous line. The guy goes, how will you live, John? Yeah. Day by day. <laughs> That's how Bill's living. Rambo yeah. way. True. He should, uh, maybe, maybe that'll be his line again today on, on OMF. Exclusive Belichick today, by the way. Exclusive OMF. That's right. The only place you can hear Bill Belichick talk about the debacle that is the National Football League and its COVID-19 lack of a plan. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you later this week. Peace out.